Hello there, and welcome to episode number 33 of The Sass. Yep, that's the sports and spirituality show, sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network and Price Custom Homes. Our friends Mitch and Greg Price, thank you for your sponsorship as they have nearly 50 years of building experience. They can help you from beginning to end. You can find more information by going to their website, PriceCustomHomes.com. My name is Steve Rao, and we're so glad you've joined us for episode 33 of the Sports and Spirituality Show. And our co-host is uh, um, the regular young lady who joins us, uh, who is a lot of fun, who has a lot of energy, uh, who has a beautiful smile, uh, who is very good at exercising the ministry of presence. But I am especially appreciative of the fact that she is combobulated. Uh, I love it that she shallants the various activities of her life and that she is celebrated today our Clement Weather. She is with Young Life Lancaster. She is Kelsey Bull. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports and Spirituality Show, episode 33. What's up? <laughs> How are what? you doing? I'm good. What was that intro? Yeah, what was like, it? Like, I don't know. I was tracking with you for like 75% of it, and then uh-huh. like the last three sentences. Yeah. Your words. I, wor- I, I worked on those last three sentences yeah. for about a week. Wow. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Did you try really hard to find words I wouldn't know what they meant? Yes. Well, you succeeded. Yeah, good. I'm good. combobulated? Yes. What's that mean? Well, I got to tell you, this is absolutely true. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but, uh, but not fully. Um, uh, there is a, there's a radio commercial okay. uh, that I've been listening to, <laughs> and it's for an insurance company. I don't even remember the company now, um, but I, I was so drawn to it. Um, because of, of something else that I'm going to share with you that I also called you okay. um, uh, here uh, through this process. Okay. And I find words to be fascinating and uh, the, the ways that we can think through them, okay? Um, and so I hear this commercial and I'm like, I have to remember this word. <laughs> and then I couldn't remember it okay. and it was driving me crazy. Um, and then the other day I heard it again and this is absolutely true. I was pulling out from the office and I hear the commercial, I'm like this is commercial, this is commercial. And so I say the words out loud. I'm the only one in my car. I right. say the words out loud over and over and over. So I wouldn't forget. Wow. And the word was discombobulated discombobulated. Yes, we get, you know, confused, uh, uh, all kinds of things going on, and, and we don't know which way to turn and what to go and, and what we're supposed to say and, and, and what we're supposed to remember and uh, who that person is, and we get discombobulated, right? Sure, yeah. So the opposite of that has to be combobulated. Is that a word? It, these are the moments <laughs> when, um, hey, I'm not confused right now. I, I remember your name. You remember my name. We're doing a podcast. Um, we happen to be recording a little earlier than we normally do. Uh, Monday, Thursday, we'll talk a little bit about Holy Week uh, here uh, through this podcast. But um, So I guess if you're not discombobulated, then you, you, the dis is a, a, a prefix, right? right? So we must be in a state of combobulation right now. We, well, one of us is. <laughs> Are you still confused? No, no. I so think you're I'm, discombobulated? No, I think I'm the combobulated one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Now, how am I discombobulated then? I don't know. Your energy is. <laughs> what? <laughs> your energy can't be combobulated or discombobulated. Your mind is. Okay. Right? Sure. 
Yes. I don't know. Um, now, you're, you're a mom of two young children. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is true. Do you ever get discombobulated? Absolutely. Yeah, you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Or, yes. hey, uh, I was supposed to get that kid out of the back of the car. I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, we get discombobulated, right? Lots of things. Our phone's going off. Uh, right. The kids just spit up on you. Right. Um, your four-year-old's ready to run into the uh, school, and there's cars coming, and uh, lights are flashing. It's raining. You're trying to grab your umbrella. Uh, okay, that's a state of discombobulation. It's easy to get there. Yeah. So when those days don't happen, you're combobulated. Yep. Yes. And so you're living in the combobulation status. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Can you buy that? Yep. Okay. I can. So here's another word that I used. And um, the word I used was shallant. Okay. And here's the reason. Uh, when we just lollygag around, um, uh, these shoes I'm wearing, I'm wearing uh, white feelers, uh with a red and white stripe on it. I oh, told Steve his blue, fit blue. was very nice. <laughs> you did tell me Or maybe me I that. said cool fit. I uh, don't know what I said. I like your like fit. <laughs> That was something that you said, and I'm still not sure what it all means. But, um, yeah, so I'm wearing these feelers, and they're relatively new, and yeah. I have tripped on several occasions. Oh. I'm blaming the stairs if they're not exactly the same. Uh, it's Steve not picking his feet up as uh, For sure. much as no he should. One, yeah, you're yeah. the only one blaming so, the stairs. Uh, so, yeah, I am. That's true, and the, the stairs should not be blamed. So apologies to the stairs. Uh, so um, if I'm nonchalanting it up the stairs, it's easy for me to a trip but if i'm staying focused i think i'm shallowing the stairs is that a word i don't know it is now so combobulation yeah and shallant if they're not in the dictionary they should be discombobulation yeah and nonchalant right okay yes uh well are we watching uh sports and i've been known to be rather vocal at sporting events uh, are you having trouble believing that or no? No, no, I'm no. not surprised. No. I don't think anyone would be. No, they they shouldn't be if they are. Um, so I will say uh, somebody like um, in basketball, the ball's rolling away, and somebody just kind of watches it go, uh, and it rolls out of bounds, and say, no, 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 we've got a shallot, shallot. Don't nonchalant towards the ball. <laughs> uh, giving me energy. Go get it already. Uh, uh, we've got a shallot. Okay. So I don't know if it's a word. Uh, I haven't I looked either. it up, but I think it should be a word. Okay. And I think you can understand why it would be a word. Sure. Even though we don't use it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I was thinking about chalant and the fact that I yell that uh, at ball games on occasion. Don't be nonchalant. Don't be nonchalant. You want to be chalant. So you yell at the games, be chalant? Yes, ma'am. You've yelled this before. Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm telling you, uh, we're recording this in my home studio. Uh, you can ask my wife uh, when okay. you leave here. Uh, and uh, she will certainly verify it. Okay. Um, and so when I heard that commercial about discombobulated, yes. and we must be in a state of combobulation if uh, we're not discombobulated, uh, okay. really resonated with me. Alrighty. And then the third thing that I said in yeah. that intro uh, was um, you enjoying some clement weather. Again, um, I actually think this is a word because I think I actually looked it up. Now, Isn't what that ha- climate? Uh, well, no, because when it is... Uh, raining, hailing, wind blowing. Um, Saturday, uh, this past Saturday, yes. from when we're recording this podcast, we uh, the, we have a statement around Ohio. Yes. If you don't like the weather, wait twenty minutes; it'll yes. change. <laughs> Saturday was the absolute poster child for that. It really was. I mean, there was sunshine for right. a short period of time, uh, rain, hail, snow. 
wind, cold, warm. Uh, it's like all the things you could have uh, weather-wise. That uh, is so true. We were coloring Easter eggs. Yes. And it's snowing outside. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was all the, all the things uh, all when it comes to the weather uh, on that day. Uh, so that's what we call inclement weather. Right. So if it's so if a good day, a beautiful day, which it was today. It was. Uh, it was wonderful. I call that clement weather. It wasn't inclement weather. It was so clement. It was clement weather. How do you spell that one? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I think it's C-L-E-M-E-N-T, clement weather. Okay. Um, and a matter of fact, I think I actually did look this one up, and I actually think it might be a word. Okay. So I'm going to submit several words to maybe Wikipedia or the Webster people. Okay. Who, 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 uh, who authorizes words now i use dictionary.com do you yeah and i have the app on my phone that's how much i use it wow yeah good for you it's so great now can i submit a word and then is there a committee that decides because i've i've heard of this to say hey we're going to add these words to the right. dictionary fit like another definition might be your yeah. outfit right right um and so that might be another definition they add the word is obviously in there uh there's probably a picture of me because i'm fit uh-huh. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. <clears throat> Probably a picture of you because you're, you're more <laughs> fit than me. That's maybe even yeah. funnier. Uh, you're more fit than me. So, um, uh, yes, but there might be another definition. So I don't know who does that, uh, who is on the word committee. I do think there has to be a word committee for yeah. Webster. Yeah. The, the, I, yes, there has to be, right? Sure. For any organization, they have teams of people that make decisions. Yeah. So it has to be. So maybe we'll submit. Um, uh, I don't know that I want any part of this. <laughs> okay, but I support you. <laughs> <laughs> if it goes well, you're like, yep, yep, yep. I knew that was going to happen all along. And if they say that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, you're like, yeah, I tried to tell him that. No, I'll take no credit. Yeah, you take no credit. Yeah, but I don't you, need any credit. You, you don't want to give any blame either. Nope. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, that's very immature of you because <laughs> you know if it's the opposite way. It would, oh, I know. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> we all know, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Taking all the credit and giving all the blame. But there's really no in-between. None. Yeah. That's, that's very, very sad and disappointing when I think about it and hear it out loud. Um, so, Clement Weather. <laughs> Clement I, Weather. I think that one is a real thing. Great. Uh, combobulated, maybe not. Shallant, maybe not. But uh, I'm going to suggest that they should be. Now, um, having this discussion. Is- I just am picturing, like, a high schooler on the basketball court hearing be shallant and i'm like <laughs> looking at you like what are you saying like <laughs> i just what is coming out of your mouth right now what so the kid is mean? processing <laughs> what is that guy saying and, of course and the, therefore that makes them nonchalant no i don't kid. think you're actually helping them no i'm hurting maybe them because... encourage them to be urgent or urgent. yeah okay I, I often say, put some pep in your step to okay. my four-year-old when okay. she's like, you know. Being nonchalant. Dragging Won't you chill on, Lucy, chill on. <laughs> Won't you say that to her? <laughs> I'm sure she'll start taking it back to me. Yes. And it probably won't come out so clear. <laughs> uh, I know. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Could you record that? Maybe we can include that in the next podcast. <laughs> I would love to do that. That would be funny. It would. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
So, you know, so there's you, just a lot of other things you could yell that I think would be more clear okay. <laughs> to the athletes. Yes. I also am very curious how many of them are actually taking your advice while yeah. in play. Yeah, uh, almost none of them. Right, yeah. really so, maybe. Because I'm, I'm a verbal processor <laughs> and I have to get it out, and it doesn't really impact anything. Mm-hmm. It, it does make me feel better, I guess, to, to get it out. Sure. Um, and, uh, yes, uh, to your point, um, it's better to offer words of encouragement. Um, and in my, uh, perspective, I am trying to encourage them right. to be more right. aggressive. Yeah. Right. Um, but it is a school and it's a place of education and learning. So why not have this discussion about shalanting? Just maybe not or combobulation. in the midst of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no time like the present. All right. To learn. Um, so, uh, through this process, do any words come to your mind that you think, you know what, maybe the opposite of that is a word that's not really a word um, as far as uh, that goes? Uh, have, has this ever occurred to you uh, at any point in your life? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, you're young. You know, yeah. You get older, you will. I, I, I need I, some more time to think on that one. I'll tell you one more story okay. about words. Tell uh, me. This is absolutely true. There's a word for... A word that is spelled the same way frontwards and backwards. Yes. Like mom. Yes. Dad. Yes. Race car. Uh, um, there, there's a term for that. Yes. And I knew there was, and I couldn't remember it. And so I'm thinking synonym, no, that's same. Antonym, no, that's opposite. And so I, I'm, I'm thinking of these different words, and I can't come up with it. I asked uh, a friend of mine who uh, was an educator, and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, what is that word? Oh, I can't think of it. And uh, I was asking other people, and I, uh, nobody could remember it. Ever heard of Google? And th- this was pre-Google. This was in uh, the early 90s. For <laughs> um, you. Yeah, <laughs> we were having this discussion. And this is absolutely true. I was uh, working at uh, uh, Chase Bank, which is called Bank One in those days. And I was traveling to a different uh, Bank One site. Okay. And I'm listening to the radio. And um, I get, um, I think I was on um, I-71. And um, they're talking about words. And they say, well, you know, uh, that word uh, that is for a word that is spelled the same way frontwards and backwards? And I'm like, finally, now I'm going to get the answer. This is absolutely true. Okay. While they're, they're talking about it, I'm like, this is my moment. This is the moment, literally, I've spent a month or two trying to figure this out, um, asking people. Nobody can remember. And now I'm going to get the answer. Okay. And they said, the, the word for uh, words that are spelled the same way frontwards and backwards is like that. I literally got pow, and and then my radio went static. And man, you talk about a guy who was really mad uh, because I thought this is my moment, and I had it in the grasp of my ears, and I lost it. This is absolutely true. Okay. As soon as I got back to the office, I went directly to my cubicle, and I grabbed the closest dictionary I could find, and I went to the P's. And I started reading down through the piece. Pow, 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 something. P-O is 
I don't know if it was PO. I don't know if it's PA. It's I don't PA, know. but I yes. don't know why you started reading in the P's and went to PO. But I, I don't know. I was just trying to figure. I was trying to figure it out. Okay. Um, and uh, the word is panogram. No, palindrome. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the word is palindrome. What's a panogram? <laughs> is that know. like a mammogram for your pants? <laughs> <laughs> what, what in the heck is that? Is Panagram even a thing? <laughs> I don't think so. No, what if I your name's Pam and you send an Instagram? Is that a Panagram? No, I thought it was Panagram. Oh, Panagram. What's okay. a Panagram? I don't know. I've never heard of that word. <laughs> Let's use You're dictionary. making up words now. Let's use yeah, dictionary.com app. Right. app. You have the app, so we can look this up and see if this is a real thing. Uh, but palindrome, palindrome is the word. Yes, huh. the word that is spelled the same way frontwards and backwards. Okay, so a pangram, okay. P-A-N-G-R-A-M, is a sentence or verse or probably a word that includes all the letters of the alphabet. Oh, fascinating well yeah oh that would that would always say, well it would have to be uh, i don't yeah. think there's a word yes, that has 26 true, letters true. that includes every letter of the alphabet well maybe there could be a word could be 38 letters long but yeah. still have all of the letters of the alphabet i don't know if that's a, a i thing. don't know if that's a thing but yes but, a sentence verse etc that includes all the letters of the alphabet is I a see. pangram pangram very good uh, yeah, fascinating. It is. Uh, so uh, y- you've you've learned me something there, and I appreciate that. So palindrome is the word. And okay. so um, you've taught me something. I, so I will thanks. also say um, that uh, I will often use this phrase um, that when a number is the same frontwards and backwards, I call that a numeric palindrome. Now I don't even know if that's a thing or not, but it is in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you had five one one five. Okay, that number's the same frontwards and backwards. Sure. So I call that a numeric palindrome. I don't know if that's a thing either. So, I don't know either. This podcast is getting pretty heady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're learning each other things. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was the original goal of the Sports and Spirituality Show. Huh. But, um, yeah, so uh, at any rate, um, I enjoy words. I enjoy learning. Um, and uh, then, obviously, I enjoy making up words or... Uh, creating words that should be added to the dictionary because they make sense. Sure. To me. So, uh, any other words come to your mind before we move on to the next uh, uh, topic here on the program? I don't think so. You don't think so? I'll try to think about it this yeah. week. Okay, very good. You think of one, I would love to hear it, uh, and I would love to incorporate it in my everyday language. They tell me that's the best way to do it. Uh, if you hear a new word, find a way to, to use it in a sentence. Of course, using it in an appropriate way uh, kind of helps solidify it in your mind, and uh, it expands your vocabulary, and I think it's a good thing. Great. So, <clears throat> we are recording this podcast on a Thursday. Uh, we are. The Thursday of uh, what is referred to as Holy Week. Yes. And I have thought about this um, as well. Okay. And so I'm going to quiz you oh, uh, on some things. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> it's not going to go well. Well, I think it's going to go better than, than, than maybe you think it might. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I want to quiz you on this because I I was fascinated by something um, as it relates to Holy Week. Okay. And so, uh, and I would like to create something here today. Maybe we'll have an opportunity to do that, and it has to do with words. So maybe there is a connecting point uh, woven throughout episode 33 of the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast. Yeah, hold on. Did we talk about what? 
the number 33 means to us? We're going to get to that. Great. Yes, we're going to get to that here uh, in just a little bit. Um, By the way, uh, our interview today uh, will be um, a repeat interview that we've played before on this podcast very, very early. Uh, I think week two or three of the Sports and Spirituality Show. Uh, unfortunately, got some very sad news uh, recently uh, that a former Ohio State quarterback, Dwayne Haskins Jr., uh, was hit by a vehicle and killed. Uh, we actually had collected some sound from him at a Big Ten championship game that they won again and uh, he talked about his faith and some of his teammates did as well and talked about him and so I want to share that uh, on the podcast today so we'll get to that in a minute now quiz time Alrighty. Easter uh, Holy Week uh, kind of the culmination of that um, do you have any idea when um, you could make the argument when Easter really starts uh, what day and what moniker for that day uh, really kind of launches the beginning of Easter? Lent. Um, well, the Lenten season. Very good. Now, what begins the Lenten season? Ash Wednesday. That's exactly right. And this is why I knew you were going <laughs> to do really good on this quiz. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so, Ash Wednesday, uh, the way it works is uh, typically 40 days before uh, the, the Passover. Yes. Um, and the way the 40 days works, I believe, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I believe it is actually the six days of the week. The Sundays don't count. Yes. Um, and so you end up with 40 days that way. Yes. From Ash Wednesday to Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday. Yes. Now, um, so what is the Tuesday called before Ash Wednesday? Fat Tuesday. Is that P-H-A-T or is that F-A-T? I think it's F-A-T. Yes. Uh, I must have, um, <laughs> they must have been thinking of me. Maybe I'm in the. No. Maybe I'm in the dictionary for that, for no, Fat Tuesday. No, no. Um, now, Fat Tuesday, uh, why is it called that? I don't know. Well, I think that it's because typically you give up things for the Lenten season. Correct. And so that's like your last day to partake in whatever it is you're going to fast from for the Lenten season. Correct. Okay. And, and it has kind of grown in New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I was like. Is there Mardi some Gras. kind of... Yeah, is there... Yeah, uh, where... Some tie to Mardi Gras? There is. <laughs> okay. And, and the, the big Mardi Gras party, in essence, and this may be an oversimplification of it, but it's kind of like, we're going to commit all of the sins on Tuesday. Oh. Uh, and then Wednesday, we're going to confess all the sins. Got uh, it. And be in repentance Ash Wednesday because uh, we are in... In mourning, uh, often in the Catholic and Lutheran traditions and some other Christian traditions, they'll put the sign of the cross in ash on your forehead, um, and uh, and so that is uh, you um, in a repentant mode in mourning, sackcloth and ashes, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, re- referenced in the Old Testament. So Fat Tuesday, we're going to commit all the sins, um, and then we're going to confess all those uh, and uh, go into mourning, start the Lenten season. So Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday. Now, um, you may or may not know this, but the Monday after Easter, I think, uh, in some areas, one particular area, is considered Easter Monday. Oh, okay. And that area is at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Do you know know who lives there? The President of the United States of America. You got it. Uh, That's the President's address. And on Monday, uh, the president has an Easter egg roll. That's what they call it. Yes. Um, And my sister-in-law... 
worked in the White House under the Clinton administration. She okay. was there for three years. And in 1997, I believe it was, uh, my oldest daughter, Sarah, was three years old. My middle daughter, Susanna, was one years old. And, of course, my other children hadn't been born yet. Um, my sister-in-law got us tickets uh, to this Easter egg roll. Stop it. Yep, true story. Uh, and uh, my my one-year-old was, you know, not able one, to go. Yes. Uh, so she stayed with my sister-in-law in the White House in her office. Um, and then my wife and I and Sarah went to the South Lawn. And uh, we did the, the Easter egg roll on Monday, uh, what uh, I think they refer to as Easter Monday. Um, uh, during that process, um, there's an Easter egg hunt, and what you get is a wooden Easter egg uh, with a presidential seal on it. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was super cool. We saw Jane Seymour, a, a noted actress. Uh, we saw uh, Arthur the Aardvark, uh, which Sarah loves to watch Arthur when she's three years old. And uh, he was full-size character, so she was pretty intimidated by that. Right. Um, and she's slight of stature anyway. And so uh, um, it was a little intimidating process. But it was awesome. Um, through the uh, one period in the day, uh, President Clinton and uh, Hillary came out on the uh, on the balcony and spoke to us. Uh, and uh, so it was really cool. Uh, it was a really, really neat experience uh, to have. That so, is fun. Uh, Easter Monday. Uh, there's Fat Tuesday. Uh, there's Ash Wednesday. Do you know what the Thursday of Holy Week is called? Monday, Thursday. That's exactly right. Monday, Thursday. By the way, you're batting a thousand right now. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, you've gotten them all right. Good deal. Yeah, and I think you're going to get the rest of them right. Okay, we'll uh, see. Yeah, you are. Uh, you have so much so faith in me. Ma- Monday, Thursday, mm-hmm. I do have a lot of faith in you. I know, I'm appreciative. Yeah, yeah you're my friend. You're mine. I really like you. <laughs> I like you yeah, too. Yeah, most, well, thank you. Most days. Uh, I know. Well, I like you all days. Oh. Mainly because I can make fun of you, but uh, <laughs> I like you. Um, and uh, yeah, somebody told me, um, uh, speaking of this podcast, that sometimes we act like old married people. I don't know if I should be offended by that. Yeah. Because yeah, you're term not old. old. Right, I know. I, I, I'm old. I, I'm bringing the old to the old married thing. Yeah. And we are married. Not to each other, but we are married. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. I mean, I can understand. I guess it kind of fits. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of fits in a weird sort of way. Okay, moving on. Um, Monday, Thursday uh, uh, is um, often there's a, a thing called a Seder meal. Have you ever done that? I have not, but yeah. I would love to take part. Yeah, yeah, I've done it a couple of times. It is really cool. Um, uh, things like you know, you, you remove the leaven from the room, and and it's part of the the kids run around uh, uh, removing the leaven. They tell the story, and I believe they have the kids tell the story, so the kids know the story of the Passover. You know, when the people of Israel were uh, taken out of Egypt and and uh, got to celebrate that, uh, the death angel passed over uh, the places where the blood was over the doorpost uh, and. And, um, and so that's, uh, that was the celebration of, of that experience. Um, and uh, there's an egg and there's some bitter herbs and some other things that are all part of, uh, that had very significant meanings um, in, in the process. It's a really cool thing. Um, and a lot of people get involved in uh, Monday, Thursday experiences. And I think those are really cool. Um, what's after Monday, Thursday? Um. It would be Jesus' death, Okay, right? what, what do we call that? Good Friday. That's exactly oh, okay. right. Yeah, so after Thursday. Which is Thursday, such an interesting... It is. Why do you think it's interesting? I mean, I get that it's good because 
his death on the cross is good for us, right? It is him taking on um, the debt that we owe. Correct. Um, so I get that it's a good thing, but I also, I don't know, it just always strikes me as a little bit like contradictory. Uh-huh. Um, but it is a beautiful thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. So I guess I get it, but... I don't know. I also am like, I think it's really healthy for us who um, follow Jesus to really sit in the meaning of his death and to sit in the sadness of that. Yes. Um, and so I'm also not, you know, the biggest fan of just like moving on to like, oh, this is great and happy, you know? Right. I yes. think there's a really significant um, piece of us that needs to remember the death. Yes. Um and not just jump straight to Resurrection Sunday, right? That's a great point. Well, and that's what communion is about, right? Yeah. And quite frankly, I think Jesus gave us the communion uh, sacrament or exercise because he was afraid we were going to forget. Right, to right? remember, yep. He said, do this. In remembrance. Yes, do this in remembrance of me. And when you eat, eat the bread and drink the cup, um, you're remembering the Lord's death until he comes, right? Uh, right. This is what he's telling us to do. He's afraid we were going to forget. Mm -hmm. But uh, to your point, to sit in that moment mm -hmm. and reflect on that, it was not a good Friday for him. Right. It was a good Friday for us. Right. Right? Uh, and I guess maybe that's uh, making the perspective uh, from, from our perspective. I don't I know. I know. I'm curious where the, that term came from. Me too. I, I don't know the history of how we came up with, hey, let's call it Good Friday. But I even think for his friends, his disciples and followers of that time, I don't think it was a, I mean, arguably it wasn't on a Friday, but I don't yeah. know. Like It I, was on a Friday. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. um, it was probably a good Friday for them it was either. A horrible Friday for them. Right. And definitely because they, you know, he told them of his coming resurrection, but yep. they didn't get it. They didn't. So to them, their friend just died. He did. A pretty horrible death. Horrible death. And uh, they were scared out of their mind. Well, right. they all took off in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Right. Except Peter and John. They stuck around. Well, Peter stuck around long enough to deny to, he even knew him. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you know, he took did off. They? Yeah. <laughs> Was that a good thing or not? I don't know. I don't know. Didn't sound good. Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't sound like a good thing on a Friday. Um, uh, G John is there, you know, and he's got to he's got to watch all of this happen to his best friend. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really, I'm convinced that even though Jesus tried to tell him, "Hey, this is going to happen. Right. Uh, it's not going to be good. Uh, right. But I'm, I'm going to rise again. It's going to be okay." Um, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." Um, we saw you raise Lazarus from the dead. Right. He'd been dead for four days. Uh, we saw that he was dead, and then we saw that he was alive. We saw when they tried to make you king, and you wouldn't let them. We saw when they were trying to kill you, they were going to stone you, and you walked right through the middle of the crowd. We saw that. So, dude, uh, they can't touch you. Um, it's a little uh, MC Hammer, right? Can't touch this. Uh, <laughs> and they, maybe they sang that. I don't know, with the big baggy pants. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, you, you, can't, you can't beat Jesus, okay? Right. Uh, Peter. The guy, when he says, well, who do people say I am? Well, some say Elijah, some say one of the prophets. He said, who do you say I am? Oh, you're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. He knew. He knew. And, and uh, so so when he's watching him get uh, arrested right. and beaten right. and standing before, wait a minute. What in the heck is going on? You can't touch him. And it looks like they're touching him, and they're not touching him in a good way, um, in a horrific, uh, unthinkable way. You know, I, I, 
the thought comes to mind for me, and I don't know that I've gone down this rabbit hole before, but I mean, do you picture his disciples doubting? Like, even after everything they had seen, now he's dying the most brutal, probably embarrassing death, right? Yes. Um, do you, they have to have then have been doubting. And it's just so interesting because it makes me think about all the times in my life where I have seen God really work. Yep. And to the point where it's undoubtable. Yes. But then... A situation happens that yep. I don't like. Right. That makes me uncomfortable. Yep. That is hard. That is painful. For me or people I love. I yes. mean, I recognize my life has been very good. Yes. Um, but I have watched some people I know and love dearly go through some really hard things. Yes. And it's just so interesting that in those moments, I do think we just go back to doubting and we forget the confidence that we have had in our strongest moments of faith, right? It's absolutely true. Quite frankly, I hate it that Thomas is called Doubting Thomas. Yeah. They all doubted. Right. And, oh, by the way, Steve doubts, and maybe right. Kelsey doubts on occasion. Um, and we have the New Testament, which they didn't have. Right. We have the Holy Spirit, which they didn't get till later. Um, yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. we, we have no reason to doubt, but we do. It's part of our human condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we doubt, we're actually joining the original apostles, right. uh, disciples of Christ, ones who walked with him for three and a half years, saw him all. Saw all, him all, do all of these things yes. firsthand. Yes. But yet when he's dying on a cross, yep. I mean, yeah, I just, they have to have gone to doubt because Absolutely. they have seen him only succeed. Yes. You know, to a degree. Exactly. In every situation where it could have gone horribly wrong, right. 5,000 people to feed, uh, hey, give him something to eat. Jesus, we can't give him something to eat. Right. We don't have any money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have any food. Look, there's thousands of people here. Mm-hmm. He said, nah, I'll take care of it. Uh, you got any fish around or bread? Uh, yeah, we found a few loaves and a couple of fish. You know, oh, that'll work. Uh, right? I mean, they saw him do all of these things. All of them. But you know what? You and I know the, all of those things, too. And we believe it. Right. Right? Yep. And still, in the harsh moments of life, mm-hmm. we doubt as well. I think it's a human condition. Um, you're bringing me to um, uh, the point that I wanted to make here, even in this discussion, um, unbeknownst to you. Uh, Sunday is called? Resurrection yeah, Sunday. Resurrection Sunday Easter. or Easter Sunday, right? Yeah. So we've got uh, Easter Monday. We've got Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. What's Saturday? I don't, I don't think know. Saturday has a moniker, and I think that's a travesty. Interesting. Yes. What do you suggest? Well, um, uh, in my uh, small group, they suggested Silent Saturday. Mm. I like it for several different reasons. One, it's an alliteration, kind yep. of a fan of that. Um, but the other reason I like it is because there was silence. Um, uh, another word I like is confusion Saturday, to the point that you're making. They absolutely believed he was the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Messiah, the one who'd been prophesied for hundreds of years. He's the answer to all the prayers. Literally millions of people have prayed. And they got it. This is the dude. Except now he's dead. He's in this borrowed tomb. Uh, Didn't even have uh, (laughs) uh, money to, to get his own place. And Saturday... Saturday is this day of confusion. Saturday is this day of silence. I don't hear God. Um, I don't know what's going on. I put all of my eggs in the Jesus basket, 
And how did that work out for me? I got nothing right now. Um, And when I think about that, I think the point that you just made is so true. In the moments in my life when I can't hear God talking to me, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm scared out of my mind. I've called out to him, and I'm getting nothing. Um, I'm hearing other people, my own thoughts. Uh, the enemies of God are telling me, hey, just screw it and go this way. Um, all of that's going on. And I'm like, I really don't know what to do. And I feel like in those moments, I'm joining my friends uh, who literally saw Jesus eyeball to eyeball, saw him down the cross, saw him taken down um, so that uh, uh, the Passover, uh, the Sabbath day could begin um, because they had to get him off there before uh, 6 o'clock uh, came, get him in the tomb. Uh, so they weren't working on the Sabbath. Um, and now they're sitting wherever they were sitting, uh, at home or maybe with a couple of buddies going, man, I got nothing. I do not know what happened uh, because I thought this was the answer. And obviously it's not because he's gone. And yet I have those moments in my life. And when I have those moments, I feel like I'm joining uh, the disciples from 2,000 years ago and we're having this same experience. I just feel bad for the Saturday because uh, it doesn't have a name. Uh, all the other days of the week have a name in the Holy Week uh, story, but no, Saturday, so sad. Um, and, and yet it does in some strange way, give me some sense of hope um, because we are blessed to know the rest of the story, right? Yeah. Sunday did come. Right. The resurrection of Jesus Christ did happen. Right. He was seen by over 500 people. Uh, it, uh, all of those things. Uh, it is why we celebrate in such a great way mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday because, dude, this is, this is the show right here. Right. This is uh, makes everything happen. It's what gives us the, the opportunity to enjoy eternal life, uh, to have our sins forgiven. Um, right. All of those things. It, it so matters. But what, and I, I believe this even in the, in the sports uh, world, the reason why a comeback is so awesome is because you were down. Right. Uh, because it looked like you weren't going to win. Right. It's it looked the like, unexpected. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, maybe even more than the unexpected is the, the sense that we're, we, we, we're losing. Right. This is not going to go well. Yep. It's over. Yep. The, all of our hopes for having a perfect season or, or to win this ballgame, they're, they're gone. And then something wonderful happens. But the only way you can truly enjoy the wonderful is to have the, all the crap you have mm-hmm. to, to go through. Mm-hmm. And so Friday was not a good day uh, for Jesus and his disciples, as you've pointed out. Uh, Saturday, not a good day for the disciples. Whether it's Silent Saturday, if you have another idea, Confusion Saturday, if you have another idea, uh, whatever that would be. I'd, right. like, I'd like to give a name for this Saturday. Um, but it wasn't a good day. Um, but it's because uh, Friday and Saturday were so horrific that Sunday is so awesome uh, because death has been defeated. The grave has been defeated. Sin has been defeated. Hell has been defeated. And now we have the opportunity to enjoy eternal life uh, forever in heaven because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And uh, I, I do get excited about it, but the only way you can really get excited about it is to fully feel uh, to your uh, challenge, and I really appreciate it, is to sit in that brokenness of Friday. Right. The sadness, the grief, anger, frustration, yeah. and then confusion or silent Saturday mm-hmm. where we're sitting in our own thoughts 
and trying to make sense of it all, and we can't. Um, and that's what makes the sunrise uh, Easter Sunday. Uh, it's what makes it so awesome mm-hmm. uh, is because of the, the challenge that we had to go through. So so you're going to think of uh, words like uh, chalant and, and uh, combobulated and uh, clement. Um, you're going to come up with a, a word that uh, uh, is good, and then you're going to come up with a word for Saturday. Is that what okay. I'm here? Um, I will do my best okay. for both. Yeah, you'll, th- you'll think about those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the broadcast biz, we like to have uh, transitions, and one transition um, to uh, this interview uh, with Dwayne Haskins Jr. Um, is the number thirty-three. Oh, does it have any significance to you? I am currently thirty-three years old. Oh, that's yeah. pretty significant. Sure. Yeah. And Jesus died at the age of well, it's believed yeah. to be he died at the age at of thirty-three years so. old. I hope. That yeah. is not going to be true of me. You no, know, I, 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 I was not true of you either. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, That's a fine way to go. Yes, uh, I'm here for you, kid. I hope you make it to 34. You can die after that, but I hope you make it to 34. Um, just kidding. Um, the, the point being, uh, this whole discussion we're having about uh, Holy Week, right? Right. Uh, is about a 33-year-old guy Yeah. Uh, who literally... In the prime of his life. Right. Um, and goes through this process. But because he did, we have hope. We have an opportunity uh, for eternal life. And uh, so 33 is a significant number to me. I told you before, I remember uh, when I turned 33, I, I literally thought about that uh, throughout that year. Mm. And like, this must be how Jesus felt. This is my, uh, the experiences he was having, the thoughts he was having, uh, the way physically he felt and all of that kind of thing. It was a significant year um, because of, of that connection. Uh, the connecting point uh, to our interviews, uh, as we mentioned, uh, Dwayne Haskins Jr. Uh, was uh, hit by a dump truck uh, while walking on the highway and killed at 24 years old. And um, what, a, what a very tragic thing. He uh, used to play, of course, for Ohio State. Uh, one year he actually set the record. He's got 50 touchdown passes, I believe uh, nearly 5,000 yards passing. Uh, those are two records that Ohio State have yet to be broken. Um, and uh, uh, he ended up uh, going to the Washington uh, football team. Uh, I think they were called something else uh, when he was drafted. And then uh, now they're the Washington Commanders. Uh, he was traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was on that roster. He was fighting for a starting position because they lost uh, their quarterback. Uh, ben Roethlisberger retired, uh, so there's going to be an opening. Uh, and uh, Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins Jr. were going to fight for uh, that position, and uh, then this tragedy uh, occurred. One of the things uh, that really helps to soothe the pain of this, and there's just no easy way no. uh, for his family, no. his friends, his teammates, mm-hmm. um, those at Ohio State. Right. I don't know if you saw the interview with head coach Ryan Day. I did uh, not. But he was very emotional. He has a son uh, who I believe is Ryan Jr. We call him RJ. Uh, he said uh, Dwayne Haskins took RJ to a, uh, to a high school football game uh, with him. Uh, they had a, a close relationship, and you could tell he, he was deeply hurt um, by the passing of Dwayne Haskins Jr. But what I'm about to play for you, a replay for you, um, is what gives us hope. 
because uh, there is the, the tragedy of death, like there was the tragedy of death for Jesus. Mm-hmm. There is the confusion and silence on Saturday. But Sunday is what gives us hope. There's uh, uh, there's opportunity to rise again from the grave when Jesus comes back and we can have eternal life. And Dwayne Haskins Jr. was not silent about uh, his love of God and uh, uh, his connection uh, with God. And uh, um, I thought it might be beneficial uh, here on episode 33 uh, to uh, play that again. This is what Dwayne Haskins had to say about his relationship with God the Father through his son, Jesus Christ, powered by the Holy Spirit. You often will bend down and offer a prayer before you go out to the field. What's that about? Uh, every day I thank God for giving me the opportunity to play, be able to breathe, be able to live, and go to school. And um, I'm really blessed, so I just go down on my knees and I thank him. How challenging was it in your spiritual life to have all of the challenges that you've had thus far? Uh, it wasn't so challenging because I've been showing my faith for a, for a long while, and uh, my parents put a great foundation for me, and I'm thankful for them, and I'm thankful for God helping me out so far. And how do you use this platform as the starting quarterback for Ohio State to encourage others to deepen their faith? Oh, definitely. Uh, this always my opportunity, my platform to just, you know, help others get closer to God, help other people find out what they need to do in life to get better. And um, this will be inspiration for, for everyone out there. Thank you for being willing to stand up for Jesus Christ. Again, that was Dwayne Haskins Jr., I believe, in the, at the conclusion of the 2018 Big Ten championship game, which they had won, and uh, he was just very uh, willing to talk about his faith in Jesus, and that's what gives us hope that we'll get to see Dwayne Haskins Jr. again. Your thoughts on what Dwayne had to say there? Yeah, I think the first thing that strikes me from what he said is just his thankfulness, his attitude of his attitude of gratitude, as my four-year-old would say. Yep. Um, I think that's just so impactful. Um, if we really took the time to be thankful for something every day, to name one thing, <clears throat> I think that would often change our attitude um, and our outlook on things. And then the second thing is um, when he alluded to, or didn't really allude to, but said his parents really laid the foundation of faith for him in his life, Um I just think of them right now in this season, and I really hope that they're leaning on their faith. Um, I hope that this uh, situation draws them closer and closer to the heart of God, um, as sometimes tragedies do the opposite. And so um, I'm really thankful for them and for them doing that for him. So, and, And it makes me think of the foundation that I'm laying for my children, right? Yes, very important stuff right there. And it is why we must have a relationship with God the Father, because um, we don't know. His parents did not expect to get the phone call uh, that their son had been tragically killed. And so we have to have a foundation or we will fall apart uh, let's face it, there's a terrible time that they're going through right now already. Uh, would be made much worse if they didn't have a relationship with the Lord and if their son had not connected with uh, God the Father through his son Jesus Christ uh, as well. We also caught up that same day with Brendan White, and we asked him about his relationship with Dwayne Haskins Jr. Um, and uh, how uh, they um, maybe leaned on each other through uh, their faith journey. 
I noticed that before the game, you and Dwayne Haskins spend a lot of time praying together. We applaud your willingness to stand for Jesus Christ on this public platform. Why do you and Dwayne uh, spend time praying together? Because we know we won't be here without the Lord, you know. He gives us his ability, and the biggest thing I can do is just be thankful for him. You know, when all eyes are on me, all eyes are on this team, you know, we got to look up to God and say thank you. Because without him, none of this can happen. Well, what does the future hold for Brendan White, especially as it relates to using this platform to point people to Jesus? Try to get better each and every day, and when I get the opportunity to show Jesus someone, I'm going to do it because they deserve to know how good he is, how good he's been to me, how good he's been to this team, and we're a living testimony. You know, we've been through ups and downs, and we've still gotten through it, and now we're Big Ten champions, and it's all because of him. Now, you uh, are a defensive player, of course, Dwayne, an offensive player. Are you sending a message to the rest of the team that offensively and defensively we're going to call out to Jesus? Is there something, a special connection between you and Dwayne Haskins, Jr.? Oh, yeah. You know, we. Uh, when I first got here, he was my closest friend, you know, and he went through some things. I went through some things, and the biggest thing we got was we were there for each other, and we knew the Lord was going to be there for each other, and so when we got the shot to, you know, shine, we... We prayed together, and we uh, gave it all up to the Lord, and so we're just thankful. Again, that was Brendan White uh, talking about his relationship with Dwayne Haskins Jr. Back in uh, 2018, I believe it was, when they won the, the Big Ten championship game there. Uh, your thoughts on Brendan's relationship with Dwayne Haskins Jr.? Yeah, I love what he said. Uh, he went through some stuff. I went through some stuff. Um, I, I really think that's what... Um, our relationships are intended to be, right? We go through things together. Correct. Um, and I think that's really beautiful that Dwayne was there for him. Yeah, correct. And uh, obviously, Brendan White uh, still with us, Dwayne not. And yet, that connection that they had, often called the Brotherhood uh, at Ohio State University, um, that is uh, what they are able to lean on each other uh, and lean on the confidence that they have uh, that uh, they had a true relationship with the Lord. Their friend did as well, and that they will remain faithful to the Lord, and they'll see their friend again. And it really is. In the worst of times, and let's face it, for the Haskins family, this is the worst of times, um, that in the worst of times, there's still a reason to have hope. Uh, uh, Brendan White, a close friend of Dwayne Haskins Jr., there's a reason for him to have hope. Uh, There's a reason for us to have hope uh, because of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Well, we are out of time for episode 33. Uh, Thanks for uh, sharing. Uh, Thank you for coming up with uh, some new words uh, or maybe uh, preparing to come up with some new words. (laughs) Um, uh, Thank you uh, for uh, sharing your heart of hope um, that can be given uh, through the person of Jesus Christ and celebrating the resurrection um, and the challenge uh, to sit in the pain and the silence of this process so we can enjoy uh, the celebration of Easter Sunday. Thanks for your help, Kelsey. We appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. You coming back for episode 34? I'll be back. Wonderful. Well, a special thank you to the Fairfield County Sports Network and Price Custom Homes for sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show here. Our friends Greg and Mitch Price, Price Custom Homes, have over 50 years' experience. They can help you with the process from beginning to end. You can get more information by going to their website, pricecustomhomes.com. Join us next time for Episode 34 of The SAS. That's the Sports and Spirituality Show.